Welcome to the Relax It's Retirement podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Relax It's Retirement podcast with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I Wendy McConnell. Cold enough for you, Josh? It is. It is nice and frigid cold here in Southwest Michigan. When I jumped in the car this morning, it read negative two. And oh. uh, yeah, so it's winter. I've heard of these places that, you know, they kind of have to have like an engine warmer or something for your car. Is is that prevalent in your area? No, it's not that cold. Okay. I mean, the, the car took a little bit to, you know, it took a little extra chug to get going this morning, but we're still not in Canada. You know, we're in in Michigan terms. We're 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 pretty far south. Okay. Uh, you know, the UP falls into that category, I think, where you have to have an engine heater. You plug your car in to uh, keep the engine warm at night. But uh, we only get so many cold days here. What's the UP? Oh, the Upper Peninsula, the forgotten other part of Michigan. Sorry, I'm not up on the lingo. It's the other side of the bridge, the <laughs> Mackinac Bridge. Oh, oh next two pieces. Sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, Wendy, today we have a guest. Ooh. Eric Lethem, our director of operations, is on today and wanted to bring him on to introduce him to our audience more and reintroduce him to the clients of the firm. All right. Well, welcome and thank you for joining us, Eric. Happy to be here. Thank you. All right. So what do you got in store for us today, Josh? Let's get reacquainted with Eric. So um, Eric started working in the business before I did. Eric worked with my dad uh, for many, many years and I'm quite honored to have him back, Wendy, because he left on good terms. And I'll let him say that too, <laughs> you know, just like when Pete says I'm a good boss, you know, I'll I'll let I'll let those kind of things <laughs> slide into. But Eric left on good terms. Uh he left to help his wife support, you know, a family business, which is a great way. You know, we left on good terms and Eric stayed very close with our family uh from the time he left and uh had regular talks with my dad. His family enjoys going up to Kelly's Island, where my dad is trying to be full-time now. So, you know, we've really stayed connected over the years. Our annual big client event at Narcissi Winery, uh, him and his wife is, uh, have always come and sponsored a gift uh, with their small business as well. So we've stayed connected. But last year, we needed a little bit of help. And Eric and I were talking, and I was like, well, do you want to help us out a little bit? And he was like, yeah. And then as soon as he opened up that door Wendy I like kicked it down right away <laughs> I was like uh okay so you're working part-time when are you going full-time Eric what do you think about going full-time and pretty much every phone call we had the joke was so when you're full-time Eric and uh I can see you know, that now he is <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished that may have yeah. been the laugh he used whenever we uh got serious about the conversation too. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I I think it was genuine. But yeah, Eric, tell us a little bit more about some of your background with the practice. Uh, You know, when you first got started with my dad, 
you know, what were you doing in terms of supporting the practice? For sure. Out of college, I had, I actually went to uh, Slippery Rock University for sport management and I did start in the field right away. I was a director of uh, youth programs, adult programs at a YMCA and it was time to move on. And I was trying to stay in the field and I was interviewing all over the country I had a goal in mind of where I wanted uh, to be professionally and always got down to the last couple final candidates and it just wasn't working out. So being young, I had made a move away from the Y and didn't have another job lined up at the time. So through an acquaintance, I had lined up an interview inside the uh, industry here and jumped right in feet first, started studying, trying to learn the industry, uh, working at the same time as just support staff in the office, a very small office. And uh, within a handful of months, uh, Bill, Josh's dad, had joined the uh, the practice as well. And uh, so really, I, I was pretty much with Bill from day one, I, I really would say. So that was in 2006. And I did get licensed and those, the direction that our office was taking, uh, we needed the support staff on the back end of uh, processing business and client relations, case prep. Uh, it, it really could go on and on. <laughs> so I kind of built myself a position <laughs> and the uh, crossroads came to where I decide to either further my licenses and go after business or continue on the backside of the business. And if you know Bill well at all, he really much appreciates the um, assistance on the backside of things. Bill is great with people, and he really wanted somebody somebody to be great with the paperwork and and uh, answering the questions for the clients as accounts were moving on, and you know we could track where their our plan is taking place and how far along we are. Uh, so I kind of built that position for myself and evolved with that. Our business started growing and there was no point for me to try to do anything different in the industry. I just started to really try to perfect the client service side of thing and the operations of the office and really took off after that and grew close with Bill uh, personally and professionally and the family. And uh, when Josh joined uh, the practice at that time, uh, he and I worked side by side as Josh was growing himself professionally and learning the business more and, and advancing his licenses, I just continued to do what I was doing. And uh, it was in, I want to say 2017 or 18. I can't remember which year it was. I, My wife and I had started a business in 2015. Uh, but anyway, we were, uh, my wife and I were driving to Ocean City and, uh, you know, it's a five and a half hour car ride there. And we were having some pointless conversations along the way. And I just looked at her and said, wouldn't it be really cool if we printed t-shirts? Like you go to these the beaches, you go to these uh, vacation spots and they always have creative shirts and uh, different things. And I was like, that'd be really cool to do. And halfway through the vacation, my wife had an online shop already opened up. She was looking for outsourcing on printing. And, and I'm like, wow, you're really serious about my idea. This is fantastic. This is my idea. Well, it grew (laughs) and my wife learned a lot about the business. And my wife's side of the family is a very, very much an entrepreneurial family. Her brother, uh, younger brother started a billboard company and that is taking off that he works with his dad. And so I will occasionally work with them to do some manual labor. So that's really cool because I get to climb up the billboards, which I enjoy and change out the ads. But 
Leah, just my wife, uh, she just really had a, a niche to start a business and boy, she took off with it and it, 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 it was going great. So in 2017, we had made the decision that I would come home and we would give this a full go. And that was a really tough decision and a even harder discussion to have with Bill. I remember, I think I walked in and out of his, um, his office that day, probably two or three times with the intentions to talk to him. And I would start a pointless conversation and just walk away. I check it out a couple of times and, uh, talk to Leah in between. And she's like, you have to do this. This is what we've decided. Like you got this. And, uh, <laughs> so I did, I sat down and, and, uh, true to who Bill is, he was 100% supportive. I definitely caught him off guard, Josh as well, but very supportive. They they already knew what my wife was doing, what I was doing with the business, but I don't think that they thought that we were thinking towards that. And uh, so we went for it. And uh, I left Leonard Advisory Group at that time, and uh, we were giving it a good go, a good run. And uh, as we learn, being fully I would say employed by ourselves, it's hard to insure yourself. It's very expensive to insure yourself. We had a growing family. We had just had our second daughter and the prices went up. <laughs> so I started thinking about other ways to uh, help with the family, with insurance and just additional paychecks at that time. So instead of crawling back, like I probably should have at the time, <laughs> groveling for my job back, I went and got a CDL <laughs> and started working for Pepsi as a delivery and a sales rep and did that for about a year and a half. And then a job came open um, within our township for the road work department. And I uh, jumped on that right away because it was a great job as a union job. It was seven to three. Um, the hardest part of it, honestly, was uh, the snow removal, you know, getting up at all, all odd hours for snowing uh, or salting and plowing uh, of the roads. But great group of guys that I worked with. And uh, but as Josh had said, I stayed in great contact with the Leonard uh, family, really. And yeah. uh, Josh and I will shoot each other goofy messages through Instagram or text messages and a memory of uh, something that we've done together. Usually something was wrapped around skiing and our uh, bonehead decisions to do some things while we were skiing. And <laughs> uh, so it's just great to always stay in contact with them. And and now I'm back. So yeah. that's really the, uh, the journey. Yeah, I think it's interesting. We were just talking in our team meeting this week about our ski trip. And uh, Pete was saying, hey, he never really picked up skiing. He was like, we didn't we didn't have the means to go skiing as a kid. Right. Because it's a it's an expensive hobby. And right. Our office culture at the time I joined uh, there. There used to be a conference out in Colorado. So we would kind of piggy tail on the back of that and turn it into an office trip where we went skiing for a week. And uh, that was awesome. I went skiing maybe twice before we went there and uh, we had flown out and this was like our company trip. I was definitely the youngest person in the business and like real nervous about skiing. We get checked into the place that we're staying. We go to Keystone for night skiing, jump on the gondola. We go over like the first crest of the mountain and I stand up ready to walk out and everyone's laughing at me like sit down dude we got a long ways to go before we're at the top of the mountain <laughs> and my eyes just kept getting bigger and bigger like how in the world am I ever going to get down this mountain 
And uh, needless to say, I made it down, no broken bones or anything. But uh, right. our office culture at that time, too, was like, hey, if you don't know how to do this, we're doing it together and we're going to support you. And Angela on our team was a ski instructor. So I, I think to this day, if I went skiing with her, she could help me fix my form. And she would want to. Yeah, and she would <laughs> want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, so uh, I, I think we built a lot of uh, in our early days, there was a lot of team building around that trip and a lot of great memories still. Yeah, I like how you try to play that as we do it together. The learning of the skiing part. <laughs> My first ski trip with Bill was a little different, but they took me skiing. And Wendy, I don't know if you've been skiing before or much, but the trails no, are I rated. Tried. Yeah, you've I tried. I tried to get a lesson and I couldn't. And I said, okay, forget it. I'm going snow tubing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that was probably a wiser decision. <laughs> so trails are rated by color, green, blue, black. And then when you get into the black, there's the black diamonds, double black diamonds, you know, stuff that most people should never go on. Uh, so Bill, oh, I, and I've played sports my whole life. I still do. And Bill's like, well, you're a natural athlete. You'll get this. I'm like, okay, my feet are six feet long now. So here we go. So they take me down a green trail and it was difficult. I mean, we were in Colorado, right? One of the meccas for skiing. We're we're there and I'm falling. I'm trying to figure it out, whatever. They're like, oh, you did great. We're going to go back up. So we go back up and he's like, I thought we were going down the same trail. Like, no, 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 we'll go down this other one. They point. So we go and it's it's real uh, smooth. It's easy. It's, it's low grade as far as uh, speed. And then they disappear. They went over a knuckle of a hill and I'm like, oh, okay. So I make the turn. Yeah, it led right into a black diamond. Uh, so <laughs> my second ski run in Colorado, they, Bill thought it was funny and it was, took me down a black diamond and I not, not I went funny. over the knuckle. <laughs> it's That's hilarious. Funny. No. <laughs> I mean, it is now. No. Oh, oh, Wendy, this are is terrible. Are you an athlete or not, I mean, Eric? Are you athletic hey, or not? That's all yeah, it comes down to. I'm still here. <laughs> And I, I, I could tell this story, Wendy, yeah. I, I fell right away. You I'm know, it's sure. like, I'm, I mean, I, I go down, I'm like, oh, I fell. I shimmied my way over to the tree line and laid there for what seemed about a half an hour. And I was scared, honestly. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. And I laid there and just started watching people. <laughs> Bill was gone. I mean, they, they were nowhere in sight. They were probably down at the ski lift, laughing, joking. Where's Eric? Oh, that's not him, you know. So I laid there and just watched people. I watched their technique. I got up. I put it together and figured it out. And and Bill was waiting there laughing, red-faced. And it was great. We had such a good time. And after that, it just it, it brought the anxiety level down. And, man, we had such a blast. And every year it was so great. <laughs> Men and their weekends are completely different from women. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We weren't doing any spa trips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was a little bit different. Yeah. We, um, the one time we were out in Breckenridge, I think that was the last or one of the last. It was the trips. last time I was with you for sure. Yeah. We, uh, went up and I, was it peak seven, Eric? I don't know. One of the peaks. Uh, it was either um, six or eight. It's the highest elevation in North America by a chairlift. Which took you up to, I think it was uh, around eleven to 12,000 feet. It was like 12,000 some odd feet to the chairlift. So that, that's where the chairlift goes. And then, if you want to go a little bit higher, Wendy, you can hike up to the actual peak. 
Now, keep in mind, this is snow because you're skiing, elevation, and you're in ski boots. So, like, no part of this is comfortable. And uh, I, I would say I encouraged Eric. Is that a fair statement, Eric? So, uh, Josh, being a, a few years younger than me, but we were the closest in age and still young enough to do this. Uh, Josh looks at the top of the peak. He goes, want to go? And I go, no. And the, I mean, I called it the stairway to heaven. I mean, it was steep. Your steps were probably eight inches apart vertically, just one right after the next. And Angela, who is definitely the most seasoned skier out of all of us, she goes, you guys are crazy. You're going to die. And Bill and her go, we're going this way. And they just skied off. And, I, and Josh, I go, you serious? He goes, yeah. I go, well, I have to. I can't. I mean, A, I wasn't going to let him do it by himself. And B, I wasn't going to be showed up. So oh, we did it. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> Eric, I have to just ask you a quick question. Do you consider that they were close with you because they liked you or that they were trying to kill you? <laughs> Maybe because hmm. I didn't back down from the challenge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finish this story, please. Uh <laughs> Uh, so here. yeah, so I know Josh, there's got to be a happy ending. Well, there is. So uh, Josh we're and I here. are getting ready. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still here, right? I mean, I'm sitting down, but I'm very mobile. But we started hiking up, uh, and, and well, right before we started, I said, "Well, let's let other people go in front of us." I did not want a line of people behind us. And earlier in the day, we stopped at Walgreens because uh, I needed to get um, saline, like just because I was all dried up. And I saw a can, and it had a breathing cup on it. I'm like oh my gosh, there's oxygen in a can and they're really selling this. Like, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever. And immediately I referenced Spaceballs because they were that was part of that movie. So I'm like, this is so funny. Like somebody actually marketed this. Well, once we started climbing, I was no longer breathing air, just straight razor blades. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought about that can. I'm like, I should have bought that. Like that would have been so great. And before I knew it, there was a long line behind us because I was obviously going very slow and we made it to the top though. But I have a video of Josh and I standing at the top. We both took pictures up there. It's it, it's like what you th look at with Mount Everest. Their flags are up there. They're ripping. The wind is roaring across the top of this thing. You look over the other side and it is just God's country out there. There's no other trails. And on our way up, there was a mini avalanche off the side that we had to ski down. Okay. And we got up there. We took it all in. And someone said, yeah, you, you just drop in off of that ledge over there. It, it was like, it was like skiing off the side of your desk. I mean, <laughs> so, but hey, we went for it and we made it down and uh, we had a great story out of it. And, and I consider that an achievement. You know, I wouldn't have done that if Josh hadn't pushed me for sure. I would not have done that. And I think, Wendy, I know you think that us Leonards are just trying to kill Eric, but I would say that competitive nature is really good working together. I think that we're able to support and push each other, too. Um, I know when Eric came back into the practice. Right off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, with skis, though, and it's snow, so it's right. soft. It's, you know, and, you know, now I'm just choosing to ride my bike up that because I've walked yeah. up it. So let's ride a bike up it next. Not the that same might take peak, longer. but similar elevation. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I think that that sort of competitive nature and being able to, well, quite frankly, be blunt with each other um, enables us to have a great working and personal relationship. Um, I know when Eric, 
came back into the business, some of the things that he maintained or systems that he built, um, he came back in and keep in mind, he came back in in a extremely busy year. And he's yeah. looking at some of these things. He's like, man, that's going off the rails, Josh. Like I had it like this. And I'm like, <laughs> and that's why you're back. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, our timing worked out so well to have him back to help in our operations. So many people think, oh, for a financial advisor, it's great. You meet with people, you tell them what to do with your money. For us, the investing, the maintenance of accounts, even processing withdrawals or setting up a specific income distribution, transferring things over. There's a lot of phone calls and a lot of stuff that has to happen behind the scenes for that to work as intended. And you know what? Sometimes there are mistakes made through companies and that might mean sitting on hold for an hour during the day. And if us advisors are in meetings back to back, we're not addressing that then. So having an operations team is critical to our business at this point to keep operating efficiently and servicing our clients as well as possible. Now, Desiree and our team was doing all the operations by herself before Eric came back in. So now having a team of two and, and the rest of us trying to support them but also not cause problems, um, really <laughs> enables us to be a lot more efficient. I think for Eric, he is a friendly base to our clients as well. A lot of our longtime clients really enjoyed seeing him at client events in Pittsburgh, you know, over the years that he wasn't working with us. I can think of one client, John, who was like, Eric, you're back. And, you know, it, it's like an old friend is back too. So I think um, for our business, that was pretty amazing. To me, it was uh, an honor to be able to attract him back into the practice after my dad trying to kill him, me <laughs> trying to kill him, him leaving on his own free will and then coming back. Like, I, you know, oh, I mean, to be fair, I, I did. Yeah, the, the ski trip. I mean, <laughs> but I, I uh, Josh, to be fair, you guys weren't the only ones. I kept myself around danger, dangerous environments, too, for extra curricular activities. I. <laughs> yeah what do you do for fun now eric yeah well not now anymore but as i mentioned before i played a lot of sports and when i met my wife i told her i'm like hey listen i'm not around a lot i play sports every day well she thought like a couple days a week like no monday through sunday i was on teams for xyz sports and then i would stick around because somebody else wouldn't show up and i could play on their team and uh but that needed to calm down because uh we had my first daughter and She's like, hey, I need your help more. So, but I needed to fill the void. So I thought volunteering at a fire department would be the next best thing. So, so I did that and <laughs> that yeah. turned into a 14 year uh, commitment, which I will never take back. It was fantastic. I, I learned a lot of things and, and saw a lot of things and uh, did it all for volunteer purposes. Wow. Um, but that I, yeah. So, but uh, I no longer do that. I I did uh, fully resign from that. I had held many positions there. I was a, a deputy chief at one point and uh, it was just a great thing. I've formed a lot of friendships and a lot of experiences during that time. But then, uh, you know, now I have three daughters and they are all into dance, which means I am driving to and back from the dance studio many times. <laughs> five days a week. So my priorities changed and I, you know, I had to adjust. Plus I, I acknowledged the danger in it, which is, you know, had a motorcycle at one point, 
responded to a pretty bad accident that evolved such and and came home and told my wife i think i don't want to ride anymore i'm gonna sell that and you know so kind of the same thing with the fire uh department as well it was it was time to make adjustments to the life but oh it was great (laughs) yeah yeah i think uh eric you're playing hockey now didn't you yeah so back up (laughs) yeah you know i mean i'm not dangerous things uh, i no longer feel sorry for you eric I <laughs> yeah that's what i said i mean a lot of this is self-inflicted so yeah um it, when i was 42 i'm 44 now i turned 42 i went and uh another dance dad that i'm friends with he he has um had a hockey game he's like hey the girls are coming uh why don't you bring the girls and you know it's like okay so we went and on the way there i i told my wife i said heads up i really love hockey by the way go pens and uh like I may want to play. And she just started laughing. So three quarters of the way through, I said, I'm joining. And I did. And now I play Wednesday mornings at 6 a.m. And uh, get a good hour play in, get cleaned up and come to work. It's really cold out right now. So that's great. We have a county park real close to us, North Park, and they have gotten a couple days. So we've been able to get some outdoor games in, which is really awesome. Uh, So yeah, why not? Right. Yeah, Wendy's thinking about ret- oh why not <laughs> yeah Wendy's thinking about retiring on a beach as you're saying that I live on a beach now <laughs> it's, it's got to be warmer though I mean you're only 30 degrees right yeah it's only 30 here that's you're right. it <laughs> I mean I live on a beach too it's just <laughs> negative two so. yeah yeah yours is way different <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly but yeah, Eric, we're honored to have you back on the team. Um, I really appreciate you coming on today. I think this is a great way to be able to reconnect with our audience again and clients that are listening to to hear a little bit about your story in the years that you weren't around and a little bit of your origin story too and how you survived Colorado. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so honored to be back. I mean, Leah and I had a very long conversation um, in between Josh's jabs of, hey, when are you come in full time, you, are you, you coming in tomorrow at nine? Like, <laughs> and uh, it really was not that hard of a decision. Um, you know, I just I, again, the Leonard Advisory Group here is a family. And I make this speech at our wine event for our client uh, event that we have there. It really is. If you are paying attention to what Bill Leonard has started and what Josh is doing and the extension of Josh, everybody that works here. We, we really are a family. We care for each other personally, and we look out for each other. We help each other. We build each other up. We succeed as a team and what a great environment to be around. And we want to do the same for our clients, right? Our goal is to help our clients retire without stress. And really live those years that you've earned. And, you know, we want our clients to just always feel so comfortable calling and stopping in and attending our events and being able to ask the questions that they may think are difficult to hear the answers to or to just not know. And it was such an easy decision. So when I approached Josh after his jabs, I'm like, are those real jabs? Do we need to have this conversation? And uh, yeah, it's... (laughs) Uh, So it's so great to be back. I'm looking forward to being a part of everything and continue to uh, meet new clients. There has been a handful of new clients since uh, I had a little six-year gap there. So 
Um, I hope to get to know each and every one of them as well as I have to the ones prior. So welcome back, Eric. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you want to finish up that with there, Josh? Yeah, just uh, if anyone wants to reach out to Eric to help welcome him back, uh, feel free to shoot him an email at eric at leonardadvisorygroup.com. Or if you haven't introduced yourself before, feel free to. Of course, he's always at our client events. So if you're a client in Pittsburgh that regularly attends events, uh, make sure to say hi to him or ask me to introduce you. As we are growing the business too, Eric is really heading up that operations team now. So a lot of you will be seeing more communication or hearing from him more in just uh, helping helping you reach your goals and making sure everything's working efficiently. Okay. So how do people get in touch with you, Josh? Yeah, they can shoot me an email at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com. I encourage you to look in the show notes for a link to our website leonardadvisorygroup.com and you can also schedule a 15-minute phone call with me there as well sounds good well thank you both and thank you for listening today please like follow and share this podcast with your friends until next time i'm wendy mcconnell thank you for listening to the relax it's retirement podcast the show that helps you transition into a happy fun and intentional retirement click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.